2: A day podcast. Five, four, three,
3: two, one. It's Saturday, August 24th, 2019. Pack a Day, your 24 7, 365 day a year Packers podcast. I'm Jake Bronholt, uh, PackersTalk.com. And of course, we'll have uh, Mark Eckel here in just a moment. Uh, we're just gonna we're gonna get into this here in the next uh, 20 to 30 minutes. We're gonna dive deep into the Raiders and the Packers. Uh, Packers lost by one. Doesn't really matter. We'll talk about the field. You know, they played on an 80-yard field up in Winnipeg. We had the wide receiver core really uh, show some sparks. Uh, we had something happen during the week with one of the receivers. And we're going to get into the final roster. So hopefully you're ready for this as you have your morning coffee here on Pack-A-Day. Now let's get to it. He is uh, His resume, it's unbelievable. He's been in the business for 30-plus years. And a very good friend of mine, Mark Eckel, joins us. Mark, how you doing?
4: I'm good, Jake. i, I got to say, that game Thursday night should never, I mean, the NFL should, should be embarrassed. <laughs> I agree. I no, really, it's an embarrassment. I, could... I mean, could the league do anything more to embarrass itself than it than it does week after week after week? I mean, first of all, this whole preseason is a complete fiasco. Um, uh, not just in Green Bay, everywhere. No, nobody's playing. I mean, it, it, they're, they're treating preseason like it doesn't exist. So let's. So let's. Next year, there if there there will not be four games. Like I can tell you that right now, there will there will not be four preseason games. So, uh, it's just... and then to play a game. First of all, why would they go to Canada? Can somebody explain I have to you why that game is
3: zero gonna... idea.
4: Does Mark, Canada have its own league?
3: I, I, I have been trying to rat, rat on my brain about that this morning, going, why in the world did the Packers go up to Canada to play a game? I, I it made just, no sense to me. It, no, no, it, it made no I, sense. You know, They're not going to sell football.
4: People in Canada, they have their own football.
3: Yeah, they got they the, the CFL. Yeah,
4: and and, the, and if the Raiders are so incompetent, which they are. The Raiders are more franchise than all sports. Mm-hmm. They can't host the game in the Lambeau Field. Too bad. Packers get three three home preseason games. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah. Rangers yeah. could still wear, wear whatever color they want and act like they're a home team. But if, if you're t- if you're too incompetent to have a, to have your own place because you don't know where you're going to apply week to week, of your franchise is in such disarray, and you got an idiot for a head, a head coach who doesn't know know what he's doing <laughs> any, anymore, I think Wentz and will be on television for the And you got a general manager who is on that's what he is a TV guy. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Or they're, they're in that franchise incompetent can't can't even host a preseason game, so they have to go to Canada. On a field that wasn't ready—it's ridiculous. Yeah. It. And, and 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 as much as the Raiders are incompetent, so is the NFL for allowing this to happen.
3: No, no, I couldn't agree more. It was a total travesty last night. I mean, granted, you know, watching some of the highlights, it was kind of exciting. But it was really weird watching, you know, a touchdown at the ten-yard line. And I just couldn't—I couldn't get through it last night. Watching the highlights this morning, I'm sitting here going, "What? What in the world is this?" because I don't understand why the NFL said, yeah, let's go to Canada. That's about as good as an idea as they tried to go to Mexico City last year. And what happened? Crime went up in Mexico City. So they said, oh, forget it. Let's get back over and play in LA like a smart team would. I don't know what the NFL is doing with locations right now. Look, I'm fine with them playing in Europe. I'm fine with them trying something out there. But for the love of God, please do not do that again. That was so bad last night. And what you're saying about preseason football, I could not agree more. We saw the likes of Tim Boyle last night. We saw Deshaun Kaiser. <laughs> with, with, but with that's Baltimore, what said. that's what we do.
4: He, Wait, he, Baltimore, he,
3: he won a job last night, but Mark. It, but Baltimore and Philadelphia last night—they had Trace McSorley start for the Ravens, and they had yep. they had Josh McCown play last night. And you're sitting here going, I thought this was the dress rehearsal. I thought this is when we see so the starting team play. And instead they were like, nah, give them the night off. And it yep. just it didn't make any sense. And I think you're right about the Nobody two preseason played. games.
4: And he Thursday night. Oh, and, he for hurt an hour and he might not, you know, he's, we don't know how serious that injury is. He may miss the opener
3: yeah, but that happens, Mark. I mean, injuries are a way of the NFL because since 2011, that CBA, that disaster of a CBA, when they limited practices, injuries went up and it continues to show. And now Cam Newton is collateral damage. Right, and Cam Newton's now collateral damage. She has a bad shoulder. I'm sorry, go ahead.
4: When a guy like Cam Newton gets hurt in
3: preseason, yes,
4: 31 other teams say, oh my God, we're now we're never going to play. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's so, all it takes is a star quarterback getting hurt in a preseason game for every team to say, oh my God, we're not going to play anybody anymore. So they have to change the whole thing.
3: Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know why the NFL is doing this. And now we have to watch one more week of preseason football. Oh my goodness. I'm just waiting for the season nope. to start already. It's it, 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 why they do it? Money. Right. And we said that in our first it's Pack it's a Day podcast last year. It's about the money. They charge regular season prices to yep. for fans to come out and watch preseason football, which is a total disaster. It's awful. You know, so I was going on the bleacher report trying to see if there were any other little highlights. They were little tiny 10 second highlights that I was clicking on. And I was sitting here going, that's it. That's all I got to see of the game of this game of this game of this game. Of this game. That's not going to help you, and it doesn't give any and it doesn't give fans that chance to you know scout their own team and say, okay, who can make the team, who's going to be cut. It just kind of takes away that fantasy of it. That's how I kind of felt. So, but uh, we had some. The- get the- let's get to the Packers. Yes, yeah. yeah, so let's get no, to the no Packers. No Thank no, you so no much. No we're getting closer to the night when they play the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field, which is the good news. And like I said, we, we love doing these pack-a-day rants. It's so much fun, you know, because, Mark, everybody loved your uh, one about the Jay Busby, the top ten most tortured fan bases in the NFL. Ahead, so there you go, folks. That, there's your rant to start off your morning coffee on Saturday, August 24th, 2019. All right, so let's get into this. Individual performances. Yes, the game was blah. But the Packers scored 21 points in the second quarter and it was pretty exciting. Tim Boyle, 1 for 6 or 12 yards. Then started, then went off. 15 for 19, 179 yards, two touchdowns. Mark, did it surprise you when you saw Tim Boyle uh, behind center?
4: No. I mean, it's I, I'm a, Tim Boyle great great, great for him. He, he 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 made the team. And I remember, this year, season's over. I mean, let's be yes. honest. It's yep. all about Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron, Rodger, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron has to play and play well for this for this team to, to be what we want to be. Um, and Tim Boyle, listen, all all credit, undrafted free agent. You mm-hmm. know, um, but like I think I said this. I said this before. If, if not on Pack a Day, on, on 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 other things. Mm-hmm. In my long recognition of, of NSL football which like what you said it goes back quite a ways i there's only two undrafted quarterbacks that i could think of that have ever made an impact in the league one is kurt warner the which i think is one of the greatest stories in, of all time at the end no i worked and I was working in a grocery store wins the super bowl <laughs> um and then tony romo who didn't win anything but certainly had a good career you know very well for the Dallas Cowboys, but that's about it when, when, when you talk about undrafted quarterbacks. So I don't think Tim Boyle is going to become the third one. No, if, you know, but, he, but but he makes the team. He's, you know, he, maybe he can. Again, just let's keep our fingers crossed and, and whatever else you do, pray to whoever you pray to that Aaron Rodgers plays 16 games this year. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, you're right because you know Rogers has back tightness right now, and I think it was smart that Matt Lafleur, you know, kept him out of the game last night. It was it was a game that even the offensive line nobody started on the offensive line last night. It was all a bunch of second tier players, and so I give credit to the Packers understanding this injury and taking him out when they need to. But you're right. I was on a show on uh, the Zone in Madison, and I was talking to the host about a Cody Grant. And I said, if Aaron Rodgers goes down, the Packers' season is over. I like Tim Boyle. I don't like Deshaun Kaiser, but there is no way that either quarterback is going to be able to help the Packers going forward. They're going to have to try and win on defense, which is one thing that is making me happy. And I understand it's a base 3 4 defense. Huh? The defense is a lot better. Yes. Oh, bar none. Bar none. The man-to-man coverage is great. I love the outside linebacker play that I'm seeing. Also, I mean, they're really get getting to the ball. They're given time. They're not given any time to stay in the pocket. They're forcing those back shoulder throws. Had a couple of turnovers in that game, but yeah, this defense is going to be a lot better this year. So I am confident about that. But like you said, Aaron Rodgers goes down, the team's going down. So. That's what they kept. Now let's talk about the wide receiver play. And I'll give credit where credit is due to Elvis Uh, the Wide receiver coach. Used to play for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He has done a spectacular job on this wide receiver core. Because, Mark, I haven't seen Trevor Davis play like this since he was at California. He is out there making acrobatic catches, doing a good job on the run. Five receptions, 78 yards. Made a terrific catch right off the left sideline for the touchdown. And then uh, Darius Shepard, a kid out of North Dakota State, made another amazing catch. Alan Lazard, Jake Kumaro, made a great catch off the left sideline. Those are your guys right there. And then you talk yeah, about great, also about young guys.
4: It's a pretty deep group. I said this yeah. to you a couple last or two weeks ago that you know there are nine or nine nine wide receivers mm-hmm. on the Green Bay Packers who I think will all play in the NFL this year. I don't, all nine can't play for the defense. You can't keep nine wide receivers. No, you can't. Um, that's going to be a tough cut. Down. Now, now, St. Brown got hurt last night. I don't know. We're still, we still don't know just how bad it is. Um, Was that the bad. helmet, he, to helmet he, hit? helmet on the
3: Was that the helmet? to helmet hit that took him out. Yeah, but, but he hurt his ankle. That's what he
4: hurt when he came when he, when he landed.
0: Um,
4: it didn't look good. I don't, again, I don't, we don't have all the details.
0: Well, so, I mean,
4: I mean. If you look at the wide receiver group, it's, it's Adams, Allison, Scanling mm-hmm. are your top three. Yes. Koomaral is definitely on the team. I think as a backup slot. Mm-hmm. Davis, I think made it, made the team Thursday night with his efforts. Both you know, and he's going to be your your return guy. That's five. And I, I think Shepard makes it. I think he's been too good to, to re- release and try to get on the practice squad because I think he'll get claimed in in a, in a heartbeat uh, with the way he's played in preseason. So I think you keep Shepard and then depending on St. Brown's health, him or, or Lazard, um, L- Lazard's a big, he's a big man. Mm-hmm. I, I like to, I, you know, he, he can make some plays too for you. Um, Jamal Moore, obviously is is the odd man out and yes um I'm I'm hoping I don't know if I I might be hoping too much here but I'm hoping there's some other team out there that liked him in the draft last year Packers took him a little earlier than they would have and they could maybe get a low pick a, a conditional pick for him
3: I would have agreed so with you
4: away a fourth round.
3: I would have agreed with you and then I picked up the Green Bay Press Gazette and I saw what happened to him on the highway so I guess he was hydroplaning off highway 29 And he was going too fast in his Mercedes and ran into a 62-year-old woman's truck. And he was cited for it, and he was also uh, to blame for the accident. So that doesn't look good for the Packers. And you understand, yeah, it's a minor accident, but she was taken to the hospital. She's okay. But if you're looking for any excuse to get rid of Jamon Moore, there's your excuse. Right no, there.
4: No, I don't think he needs excuses. The excuse is he's the, the other
3: receivers are better. Yeah. I don't care about Carter. And they have outplayed him. But but it's also th- that's just another reason that you you have to you have to cut ties with this guy.
4: Well, no, it's just I mean it's a shame he has all the tools. He can run. He's yes he has good size, but he can't catch the football. He has bad hand. I was the rap on him coming out of out of Missouri. he fell to the fourth round. You know, he had bad hands, and the hands haven't gotten better. Now you would think. Mm-hmm. That's something you can't fix. I mean, I've seen guys come into this league with bad hands. Um, and you work at it, you work at it, you work at it. And you know, you get better. I mean, you, you can't get bigger. I mean, you, you know, if you're six, if you're five, nine, you can't, you're not going to work on it to become six, two. That's just mm-hmm. going to happen. If you run a four, six, you can work on your speed, but you're not good. You're never going to be a four three guy. I mean, you know, but you can work on bad hands. I mean, I, you can stay after and, you know, have, I've, I've seen it up close with When I covered the Eagles for those years, certain guys, you know, they weren't, they would drop the balls and they, they would stay after practice and, and catch, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of balls from the, from the jugs machines, from the quarterback, whatever. And some got better. You know, now again, some never got better. Also, but, Again, it's something that he needs to work on if his career going forward, if it's not in Green Bay, but somewhere else. I mean, like I said, the, the, the tools are there. He just needs to put it all, all together.
3: Let's jump to the running back position for a moment. Uh, we only saw, we saw Trey Carson start last night. We had Dexter Williams run the ball a little bit. Keith Ford was there. And then they also got Darren Hall from Cincinnati. Of the four... What to, pick two that are going to make the team for the running back position?
4: None of the above. Oh. Dexter, Williams, Dexter Williams, I guess, the draft pick from Notre Dame, although he hasn't played as well as I any, hope. Right. Any, any chance they can get Melvin Gordon? Is there any chance that he could trade for Melvin Gordon?
3: I, anything is possible with this front office, I mean, would I be okay with it? That, yeah.
4: The like, are looking to move him. I mean, I'm a little concerned because I haven't seen the two. You know, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams haven't haven't played
3: a snap in preseason.
1: Well, yeah, that's
3: a good point. I, that that's a little uh, interesting that they've decided to you know not give any game reps to Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams, and now it's just kind of like, why am I seeing Trey Carson out there?
4: So basically, it's all about what they did in practice. That's going to count more than what they did in games because nobody played the games. It's what it's what the NFL has had become. The Eagles didn't play Carson Wentz the entire preseason.
3: No, they didn't. They, they, they Rams they didn't, didn't play Jared back. Goff. Saints didn't play. Saints run. played
4: I don't, I don't want to get back to that. Rams run. running backs. It's going to be Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, probably Dexter Williams, and then fullback by Vidal. Mm-hmm. That'll be your four backs unless they make a make a, a move somewhere, trade or. I would love Melvin Gordon here
3: I'm sure you would. Uh, but I just I don't see him I don't see him winning his fight with the Chargers, and the Chargers are gonna sit here and go, Look, this is what we're giving you. Either take it or leave it, because we got Austin Eckler ready, and we got that kid from Northwestern, Justin Jackson. They're ready okay. to run the ball here. Yeah. Running back is not the biggest story with the Chargers. It it lives and dies with Phillip Rivers. And well,
4: then, trade, then, then trade Gordon and get something
3: for him. I don't know how that's possible. I don't know if any team out there is going to give him what he wants. He wants to be paid up at the level of Todd Gurley. I mean, it comes to a point where the, the Cowboys... He, he a but also, a but, but also, Mark, the Cowboys offered Ezekiel Elliott the second highest paid for the running back behind Todd Gurley. Sure. That shows right now what the value of the running back position continues to be. It's not a big deal. And when you got Melvin Gordon, who has been a very good running back, don't get me wrong, but he has been injured year after year after year, and he has nothing to work with. He has nothing to work with on this deal. For him to think that he has this inflated aspect of himself is ludicrous. And that the Packers do decide to, you know, Throw out a waiver, I throw out a flyer out on Melvin Gordon. I want to say no to it. At least see what's out there, see what you can get for him. But if they don't, I want to see what Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams can do under the floor I and too, Nathaniel man. Hackett.
4: But they're not playing, so I don't know.
3: They're yeah, it's playing. tough. It's tough. I mean, that's you know, that's pretty much why we're in the dog days of August. But the good news is September 5th is getting closer. It's getting closer. I can, I can taste it. I can't wait. I just can't wait because right. All right, so to finish off the show here, let's go down the line. To we got cuts coming up here. I
4: said I, I think I think the roster will somehow look like, like I, I told you the four running backs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I told you the seven wide receivers. Um, I'm certain. At tight end, is the, is the rookie going to make the team, or you know he's been out? Do you put him on injured reserve? Just go with three tight ends. Just go with Graham Lewis and, and mm-hmm. Ty. Because I don't know if Stolberger's going to make up. He, he's been out for most of the preseason now with the concussion. Um, that's that's an interesting one. All yeah. of line. I think it's kind of worked itself out. I think he built uh, up the top starters. Um, Jenkins, if he doesn't start, will be the sixth man. Uh, I think Lightning.
3: Yeah, I think uh, that's Light will make the
4: team. is going to be interesting. I think it really comes down to uh, Lucas Patrick versus McCray for that last spot. Madison, I, I think will, sp- I think he that year off really hurt him. I spent a year on the practice squad, and maybe by the end of the year he'll be up. I think he needs, I think he needs work. Mm-hmm. To be I think I'm not giving up on him at all for the future.
3: But Me I think neither. I've given won, up on 19, McCray.
4: I think 2019, he just needs to be on the practice squad, you know, learning the system.
3: No, I agree. I mean, he needs to get reps. I mean, even if it's on the practice squad, that's reps, and that will count for yeah. him. I don't know if Justin McCray is going to make this team. I watched last night, still was not impressed with him. I like Lucas Patrick behind Billy Turner okay. because right now, this is the starting uh, offensive line Battiari, Lane Taylor, Corey Lindsley, Billy Turner. And Brian Balaga. Now what we're hearing out of camp right now is Billy Turner has been making an impression at right guard. And that was one of the biggest mm-hmm. problems with the Packers last year was that right guard position. So if they were, and we talked about this last year, Mark, if they're just able to shore up that right guard position, that's a damn good offensive line. No, you
4: know, the, the line's fine. And, yeah. and oh, it's all pushing Lane Taylor for that left guard spot.
3: Yeah, El- yeah, and that's why you drafted him. Elton Jenkins right. too, because you can mix him up in case Lane Taylor gets hurt. There's your insurance policy. Throw him in. I don't
4: know I don't know. I think Jenkins might Lane Taylor left guard. If not by the opener, but
3: let's jump to the tight ends, Mark. We got Jimmy Graham, Mercedes Lewis, Jay Sternberger, and Robert Tanyan. Would the Packers keep four tight ends on the roster?
4: have in the past but i'm i'm concerned with with the rookies health um you know jace got hurt he got that concussion in that um scrimmage with the uh texans and hasn't been around since i mean asking a rookie who didn't who really didn't have much of a preseason of a you know I, is, it, is he going to be able to make an impact this 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 year i don't i don't know and 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 again, I'm not there, I don't know what the Packers think and what the long-term prognosis is, but if, if they think he's going to be out still for a while, you put him on, on IR, you know, he makes his team, but then, he, then you put him on IR so that he can bring him back in six weeks and, and just go with the three other guys, uh, Graham, Lewis, Tanya. Um, that's really an, inter- an interesting call. I mean, I... They want stone they they obviously they drafted the kid in the third round, so they, they want him to be one of their guys. But, you know, health is a it,
3: if the Packers do it, I i don't
4: know they know more than me. I mean that's what that's up to their the coaches and the medical staff to determine that.
3: Right, and we don't know and we don't know what we're gonna get out of Jimmy Graham this year and you know Mercedes Lewis is a good blocking tight end, but you know, that tight end position it's interesting, you know, with Sternberger having concussion issues. Uh, out the gate here, uh, talk about the fullback here for a minute. What has impressed you about Danny Vitale?
4: He's he's a he's an old school. You know, he he he's a fullback. A lot of teams don't carry fullbacks anymore, but the Packers want one in this offense, and it looks like he's he can catch the ball very well, which is a good thing. Um, I don't see him getting a lot of carries per se, um, but it, he'll 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 catch a few passes. He'll, He'll pick up the blitz, I would assume on third down when he's out there, um, if he's out there. I mean, again, fullback, he'll probably, I mean, I don't see the Packers using a lot of fullback, but they obviously were going to use some, and he's going to be, he was a big part of it, you know, both in camp, um, I used him a lot, he got a little nicked little up, but I think he's okay. Um, he's a guy, I mean, that was a nice pickup last year, and it looks like he can so. let <laughs> He'll be on. Like, he's, he's your new version of John Kuhn John and all that, I guess, right?
3: No oh, I like that. I like that comparison. I miss John Kuhn. Going to the defense, let's jump to the linebackers. Now, we know that Oren Burks, uh, good news that, you know, he was day-to-day. He was not given the torn peck, thank goodness. I mean, that's what I like about Rob Domowski. He said apparent there was a torn peck, but it turned out he was just day-to-day. Instead, everybody else in the national media was saying, oh, Oren Burks is out for the year. It's like, yeah, okay, sure. Anyway, so the linebacker position will be Preston Smith, but you also have Kyle Fackrell in there, Oren Burks when he gets back, Blake Martinez and Zedarius Smith, but then Rashawn Gary yesterday. Now, the good news is, even though he was carted off, he did walk under his own power. What can Rashawn Gary bring to this team?
4: Well, you know, they hope he brings some some pass rush ability. Some I mean, the guy's a, a, a freak athlete, mm-hmm. so you know that that's number one. They, and that's why they that's why they they took him where they did. Um, they want him out there, to, you know. Help. They have a nice ro- rotation now at outside that. linebacker between Zadarius Z- Smith and, and Preston Smith and Kyle Fackrell and Gary. That's four. That's four guys that they're I think they're pretty high on that can all you know get to the quarterback that can all you know, cause some problems um, both in the pass game and the run game. I think they're all pretty good against the run, so they have four pretty good outside linebackers. And I think that's up to Mike Patton now. He'll find ways to get them all on the field at the same time too. I mean, you could have Zedaria Smith could could put his hand on the ground and play like um, you know a defensive end role, like he, he did that a lot in Baltimore, similar to what Nick Perry was doing a little bit b- before he got hurt. Um, Frackle showed you last year that, you know, he can, he's not a bad player. For his first couple of years, he looked like a washout. But last year, he, he had some really nice games and made some big plays. So, you know, and again, in, in a rotation, you know, you keep those four guys fresh, that's going to come fourth quarter, you're going to have some, you know, while the offensive line is getting a little tired, you've got four fresh guys coming at you. That could cause some problems for the, for, for the offense.
3: Let's jump to the cornerback position, and by the way, I hope I hope Ty Summers does make the team. I've really been impressed with him. Oh, he's making the team. Yeah, oh, he Will be more, more, more than
4: his backup for,
3: for sure. Man alive, he has really made uh, good use of his time in Green Bay. I've really been impressed with him. Let's go to the cor- Let's go to the secondary. So you got Jair Alexander. They got Darnell Savage, a strong safety. Adrian Amos, free safety, and Kevin King. Now let's go to the second tier. Raven Green. And Tremont Williams at the corner. But Josh Jones is an Green interesting is one for me. Is Josh Jones going to make this team? He might. I mean,
4: I think you, you had some of the, the positions wrong there. But Raven Green's the, the third safety. He, he yeah, strong safety. He's a safety. Um, but yeah, I, I think your safeties are going to be, you know, the starter, Savage and Savage are free. Amos as strong with um, Green as a backup. Green, like, is, I think, is etched like, himself in as the number three guy. Mm-hmm. Jones. Being, they're using him again in a little bit of that inside linebacker spot that's high, hybrid safety linebacker so anyway I think he might, unless somebody gives him a, a nice trade offer I think he makes it as your, as your quote unquote fourth safety backup linebacker special teams guy yeah, they got, he, you know he, he wasn't banned on special teams last year so you have those and then the corners they're I like the corners now I mean you got me Alexander King when he's healthy mm-hmm. Tremont Williams as the as the you know veteran presence. Tony Brown's had a very good preseason. Very good. Unbelievable he, I,
3: story that kid.
4: He's, he's been one of the pleasant surprises. Um, the, the rookie Holloman's gonna make it. Yep. And um, I'm forgetting so oh and, and Josh Jackson from last night he, he's gonna make that six that's six decent quarters. And the Packers can't been able to say that in a long, long time. And, and they bet the... six quality quarterbacks.
3: And at the strong safety, you got Raven Green and you can keep Will Redman. You can even mix in Redmond if you want to. You can try and put him as a free safety position too. Um that is interesting though they, they would keep that many many players. Wow. But man For, yeah well you always know,
4: six corners. I mean corners you need corners in this league. I mean everybody's well, playing three and four wide receivers. receivers.
3: Well I mean you got they got Redmond lined up as a strong safety here on our I'm not sure
4: he's making a team. Redmond yeah.
3: I'll mm. he get picked up I mean, quick.
4: I don't know. It's, it's, the numbers are going to start up. I mean, again, it depends. if they trade Josh Jones, that opens a spot somewhere.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I do like what you're saying, though, because, you know, Redmond has shown off some good stuff in the games. But what I'm hearing in practice, Tony Brown has been really doing great. Raven Green, your guy, has really been stepping up his game. And then Josh Jones has been playing well, too, uh, in training camp. So, boy, it – I won't lie to you I have never I've never been more strangely excited for a season like this year because man there's so much depth on this Packers team I, I've been kind of happy not seeing the starters but at the same time I, I kind of wish preseason was a little a little shorter but that's a story for another time all right uh any final thoughts before we say farewell no I think we, you know let's let's hope no let the injuries that the, the couple guys
4: had Thursday night aren't aren't serious, and everybody's ready to go against the Bears on uh, two Thursdays from you know, like I said, it's it's getting here sooner and sooner, and I'm worried about the offense because they just haven't played a lot now. Right? Maybe they've been doing something Aaron Rodgers says it doesn't matter; it's what they do in practice. But I hope he's right because they're facing a hell of a defense on opening night.
3: No question about it. You're facing the best defense last year, and uh, they're gonna be they're gonna be pretty. They're gonna still be really good this year. I mean. Even though I have questions about their secondary with Bryce Callahan and Adrian Amos being gone, but that is still the best front seven in football for Chicago. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be a great game. I can't wait. And also, I'm excited for this too, Mark, because the next time we're on Pack-A-Day, we'll be able to talk a little bit more about that game and what we could see for the yeah. Packers going forward. So,
4: Hopefully we'll be talking about a Packer victory.
3: Absolutely, Mark. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your time. Have a great Labor Day weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. That was Mark Echol. Uh He'll be back uh, doing uh, Bobagainfootball.com. He has been in the business for over 30 years. He covered the Eagles. He does gambling websites. The guy is unbelievable. All right, so we went down the line here, and I want to hear from you. I want you to tweet us at at Packaday Podcast, or myself at at Wronghold Sports, that's R-O-N-G-H-O-L-T Sports, or Mark Echol at MarkEchol08. Please give us your take. Who do you think is going to make this team? Who's going to be cut? What does this mean for the curious case of Jamon Moore? Now, even though I made a little bit of a big deal when it came to him being cited for driving too fast, uh, when it was raining and pouring out there. And I don't want to start off a nursery rhyme, but I mean, he did run. I mean, he was fault uh, at hitting a 62 year old woman's truck. So, I mean, thank goodness the woman was okay. But yeah, I, I just don't see Jamal Moore making this team. I mean, I was, like I said, I've been impressed with Trevor Davis, Jay Kumarow, Alan Lazard, and then Darius Shepard. I mean, Darius Shepard is, that's my guy right now. I really do hope that kid makes the team. Uh, He just continues to really make the most of his time. I mean, three receptions, 40 yards, had a touchdown in the first game. And I'm really impressed with the offensive line. I don't know about Justin McCray. I I really don't. I mean, I think they're going to keep Cole Madison, and they'll keep Lucas Patrick. But Justin McCray just hasn't impressed me. And then Jay Sternberger, we talk about him. I believe that Sternberger – Mark brought up a good point. You know, if he has concussion issues, you can put him on the IR, keep him on the team. That way you got Mercedes Lewis, Jimmy Graham, and Robert Tanyan. Because the fact is, you can't get rid of a guy like Robert Tanyan quite yet. Because I think this kid really has something. So I want to see more out of him. And then Tim Boyle, like I said, I think he really impressed last night. Get that backup position. Excuse me, Thursday night. I think he impressed last uh, on Thursday night in Winnipeg on an 80-yard field. That's crazy to me. But I think he's done a great job, and I think that's your backup to Aaron Rodgers. But like me and Mark put in an agreement, if Aaron Rodgers goes down, the team's going to go down, and they're going to have to win with defense and a running game. So that'll be tough. I'm excited for the defense. I, haven't been, I have not been this excited for defense in about 10 years. So I'm, I'm I'm pretty excited about what Brian Goodskust and Russ Ball have done to bring in guys like this and really build up that depth. Had a great job in the draft. And, you know, I'm excited to see the likes of Kingsley Kiki out there and more of Ty Summers and if Rashawn Gary's okay, you know, see a lot of him and Kadar Holman, the corner. And then undrafted Tony Brown, I, that's my favorite one in the corner position because the kid's undrafted, been cut by a couple of teams, but he played football at the University of Alabama. And Alabama is known for their defense, except for the national championship last year. But story for another time. All right, so as I mentioned before, if you got any comments or concerns, please go to Packaday Podcast on Twitter. Find me at Rongholt Sports or my friend Mark Eckel at, wrong, at uh, Mark Eckel08. Thank you so much for listening to this Saturday edition of Packaday Podcast. I'm Jake Rongholt for Mark Eckel. The three greatest words in the dictionary of the Green Bay Packers is, Go Pack Go. And we will see you next time on Pack-A-Day. Third and six, trailing 30-23, to
2: 23, two minutes straight up to go in the game. San Francisco showing a blitz through the A-gap, and here they come. Rodgers looking, throws left side of the, the end, zone. end zone. Yes! yes. Devontae yes. Adams, left corner of the end zone from Aaron Rodgers. 16-yard touchdown pass. The Packers an extra point away from getting this game tied. Beathard on third down and three in the shotgun. Football to the 46 at Green Bay. Packers showing a blitz and here they come. Beathard looking as he throws it. Deep down the right sideline. And interception. Intercepted on the play. Spectacular interception by Kevin King at the 9-yard line of Green Bay. Santa Rogers looking right. Throws the right side, Saint Brown makes the tackle! Nice, oh, he reached back to gather it in, using all six-five of his frame. Tumbled out of bounds, inside the 30 of the 28-yard line. Snap to Rodgers, looking downfield, throws the left side. Devontae has got it! Out of bounds, inside the 10-yard line! Oh, my goodness, what a throw and catch! Again, they beat Maven! Down sideline Hunter Bradley the snap. J.K. Scott down on one knee, arm extended. Here it is. Placement made. Kick is up. It is good. good. Yes. Yes. good. Mason Mason Trusby Trusby. The one week after his worst day ever, he delivers the dagger tonight, and the Packers win 33 to 30.
5: Access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D blue slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website?